Okay, everyone, we uh, we have listened to our fans, and we are here once again in front of the microphone for another a- episode of the uh, Green Awning Podcast. I'm Jay Gianetto. I'm here with David Icorn, golf course superintendent here at Elmwood Country Club, and uh, we've got a little little drizzle coming down right now, and so we've, we've decided we we have some time now to sit down and yeah, we've been busy and chat. It has been a been a busy. A busy couple of weeks here out at the, the golf course. We appreciate everybody coming out and participating in all of our events that we've had. Um, we've we had some excitement in, in our a lot of our events, a lot of good play, um, a lot of fun had by by everybody. And so hopefully, as we continue to move on throughout the summer, we uh, we continue to have solid events, good participation, and fun had by all. Um, David, what? Uh, What's been going on with you? I got a fun fact for you. Okay. Did you know that this is only the second tropical depression to ever hit the state of Iowa? Really? I think the last time I read, I think it was 1900. Interesting. So, yeah, we got a little tropical storm coming here and <laughs> just get some rain. Uh, you know, we've been... Uh, We've been busy on the golf course trying to wrap up a few projects. You know, we're starting to hit our stride as far as, um, you know, getting the getting the timing down, getting our, our practices dialed in to, you know, a nice rotation of, uh, of mowing and, and rolling as far as the greens going and <clears throat> getting the fairways kind of where we'd like to see them and that sort of thing. So we've had a, a little bit of uh, a time to work on some other projects, like doing some of the bunkers uh, that we're redoing on number nine. Number three is finished. Uh, we started the process of um, uh, getting ready to seed some of the new bent grass onto the tee boxes on the front um, that have not been renovated yet. Uh, so they've, you know, I know I got some questions on three and eight. You know, we took that sod, we harvested that sod off of those tees to do our bunkers on three and, and nine. Um, so the plan is we'll sand cap those, level those, seed, grow in, and do the same with the other sides of those those tee boxes. So doing some of that. Um, but yeah, it's it's been. It's been getting dry, been getting a little toasty out there, the wind blowing and and no rain, but this is going to help out. And then uh, we'll be ready for another little stretch of dryness and then probably do it again, I'm sure, at some point. We'll get a little burst of rain and then dry it back out. So I uh, I did have, you know, we, we did get pretty dry. We got, mm-hmm. of course, the plant firm. Very um, firm. And it, it kind of transformed quickly because we we had a stretch of rain where we got pretty saturated and soft, and we didn't have carts out. Mud on balls, playing yep. lift clean place. Um, then it, then it you know dried right up. We got to those firm, fast conditions. Then we had some heat, some wind. Um, we were calling it sporty. It was playing. It was sporty. it was playing sporty. But I did have uh, a couple people ask me about. The fairways, you yeah. know, like, gosh, geez, they're, they're, they're getting a little, a little brown. What, uh, what, 
what do you, you have anything to say about the fairway conditions, where they were at, where you see them going, um, and what your ideal yeah. situation is out there? Well, ideally, like I said, uh, you know, I've, I told a couple people, if, if the fairways were looking and playing how they are currently in August, I would be ecstatic. Um, this is how I, I like the golf course to play. I like it, to how it visually looks. And uh, you take a little bit of personal preference out of that, um, but you also look at it from the standpoint of economics. Um, we do pay for our water. Um, so, you know, as whenever we can reduce water usage, not only helps the pocketbooks, but it's, it's, uh, environmentally friendly. Um, but you couple that with the fact that we have a 50, 60 year old irrigation system that is not operational from any standpoint of other than, uh, manually being turned on, which means myself or somebody from the staff has to physically go out and turn on every single sprinkler on the golf course. Um, but as far as turf health wise, I mean, it's uh, a lot of it was going, going dormant. Uh, so, you know, it, 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 it'll check out, it'll shut itself down and then it, it'll come back, you know, with this rain, we'll see quite a bit of green up. Um, a lot of the stuff that was really stressed was a lot of the POA, POA annua, which is kind of good. We, you know, we'd like to see some of the POA actually check out. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, but it, you kind of look at all the areas too, whenever you're going around, um, well, for example, I pointed out a couple things to a couple groups the other day. Uh, we got some, uh, Big dry out spots on number two fairway. Did you happen to notice that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know exactly what that's from? No. Enlight enlighten me on that. Cart traffic. So right where those uh, – that is, that does make sense. Right at the, the base cart, of the hill. The carts go – I'm thinking – Right off the cart path. Right off the cart path. You go up, they drive right through there. Instead of going on the side hill, everybody yeah, enters that right, fairway right, right at there. the flat Yeah, spot. that makes a lot of sense. Uh, there's one on number 10. Where's that at? Uh, be down kind of around. You start getting around the bunker area. Dry spot there. Um, short on two, right? Short of the green. Shorter, short right of the green. All the carts are exiting to the yeah. to the right. Yep. Um, so we'll we'll start putting some um, some of the traffic post out in those areas, kind of divert traffic around. Yeah. yeah. But just kind of a heads up, if you start to notice a pretty elongated pattern of a of a dry area, you know, that is, that is contributed by, by carts. Huh. I did not know that. And we have had a lot, a lot of cart use. Yes. This year, especially early on. There was another one. I can't remember exactly where it's at, but I noticed it this morning. I'm like, Oh, there's another, another cart trail. Um, I will tell you this from the standpoint of firmness of conditions. I, I, I think when our golf course gets firm, I think it's the most fun to play. Guys get an extra, you know, guys and gals and everybody, kids, get an extra 25, 30 yards off their tee ball. Yeah. And then from the standpoint of your second shots, you know, the way you way have to strategize your way around the golf course, I think it becomes just a little bit of a, of a different challenge. Um, I, played, I played in an event the other day, actually yesterday, at Vinker. Okay, mm -hmm. just from a standpoint of 
thinking your way around a golf course when things get dry. Correct. Um, they have, I think, hole number 18 and hole number nine are par fives uh, with southeast facing hills that lead up to the green. Um, and you can just kind of tell that the way that those hills were sitting, they were getting baked. Mm-hmm. You know, it was hot and windy. Things were firm. And just so happened that both holes had front pins. So from the standpoint of if I'm trying to get it as close to the flag as possible, yeah, the shot to hit was actually to land it in the very obvious dry spot about 20 yards short of the green. And if you were successful in doing that, it would bounce right up to the front edge and then you'd have a good opportunity to, to good look at your, for, for me for that instance was Eagle putts. Um, I played with some other guys that were looking at their front yardage, you know, and, and then looking at elevation and all of a sudden they're hitting it. It was landing on the front. It was bounding to the back Yeah, and they were getting in, in trouble. So I think if you pay attention to the, the surrounds, Mm -hmm. for instance, you see number six at Elmwood, you would probably notice that the front of it's getting a little firm and baked. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that the green is firm, like all of a sudden you might have a yardage that's a 180 yards to the pin. But that shot might actually be like a 145 yard shot. Correct. Yeah. Um, which I think makes the golf course so much more fun. I played with some guys the other day that, and I was watching them, and you know I don't typically like to chime in during a round when I'm playing with members and tell them what to do unless they ask. I just like to watch and enjoy my, my time out there. Hole six, they step up and they're going through their yardages and they, they pull the six iron. And uh, I knew the way this person hit the ball, the trajectory. And I was like, Oh, okay. You know, I, he had his mindset up on what, what club he was going to use. And he hit it. Landed on the front of the green, rolled over the back. <laughs> now we're in a bad situation where, in reality, that shot was probably an eight iron, a club that he would never think to pull on that shot. Well, it's just it's just a different way to think about playing. You watch old classic British Open. You know Tom Watson; the, the, he's the king of links, right? Yeah. And those British Open, you have those firm conditions where. You know, he a lot of times those guys are landing it well short and it's bounding up. And uh, I think it's uh, it's a fun way to play. What year was that? I mean, he was just in contention not that long ago, wasn't he? Oh, it actually was. It was probably 2008, I think. Stuart Sink won that year. I I just remember like the entire world was rooting for Tom Watson. And uh, he just hit that shot on the 18th hole just a yard too far. And Ended up in a playoff and lost. Yeah. But uh, no, for, I, I think that uh, a lot of positive positivity still around the golf course, everything that's going on out there. I yeah. think it's, uh, I think the golf course definitely has a different look that people have to get, get accustomed get acclimated. to. Yeah. yeah. But uh, all in all. Nope. And I think it, it kind of just kind of goes into, you know, everything we're kind of doing right with the master plan going back to, you know kind of the old golf course type feel so um you know we uh it's definitely playing how i envision it to play and how i perceived it to play so 
it's playing fun. I, you know, we played the other day and it was probably the most fun I've had playing around the golf in a long time. We it was had, exciting. Yeah. I think that. And number seven, hands down, is regard, needs to be talked about as the best part five in the state of Iowa. It's a good hole. At 450 yards. Well, we got our card. We just had it here. 400 and what's it say? Are those all the scorecards there? White, go, go to the white T yards on our, on number seven. White T yardage, 485. 45. Yes. And what were we, what were we for? We were just, just short of that from the. Yeah, 460. 460 white T yardage. Really good hole. Now, I have uh, we've been we've been bounce I've been bouncing an idea yep. off you yep. on potentially playing that hole from the forward tees mm-hmm. as a four par occasionally not not all the time just just for like for fun changing it up just to change yep. it up give people a different look and you know how that fairway sits with the way the the creek kind of narrows it things up. Um, OB left trees, well bunkered, and the fact that it could be a risk reward type of a hole. Oh my gosh, I think it plays more difficult in that scenario. And I, yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, but I think that uh, just the fact of somebody sitting there c- contemplating hitting a driver over the creek or trying to. Lay up because you can't lay up just short of the creek. I mean, you're you're going to lay up, you know, fifty yards short of the creek. Yeah. You know, so when it gets firm, fast, trying to judge that or try to go for it is going to be the fact that people are going to sit in there grind over that thought a little bit is makes it a you know gives it the respect that it needs. It's a good hole. Well, we do have. Uh, let's see, we're hosting. An Iowa PGA 36 hole classic on June 22nd. It's a Monday, um, and you know they're due to their COVID policies that they are having in place. We're we're going to tee time that event yeah. now as opposed to shotgun. And there'll be an email coming out about what we're going to do from the standpoint of, of league for the 22nd. But because of that that uh, circumstance. Uh, we unfortunately have to cancel league that evening. Um, but because that event is going to bring, uh, you know, probably 60 Iowa PGA professionals here to compete on our golf course will be a pretty good test to see how it's, how it's shaking up from the standpoint of that. You know, there's obviously really good players that are going to be here. You yep. know, guys like Sean McCarty, uh, Chad Prohl, Jeffrey Schmidt. I mean, the list goes on and on these guys that have played in, Major championships, PGA Tour events, PGA Cup. You know, we got our, our, our reigning, current reigning Iowa PGA professional champion, Judd Gibb, will be here, I'm sure. And, you know, I think it'll be fun to maybe set up that scenario on hole number seven. I think it would be a good test of the hole. Set it up on hole seven, play this place as a par 69 for one of the rounds, and... Let the guys see what they have to say. Um, I think that uh, I might post up out there and just see how it's 
how they play it every. I would definitely encourage everybody. So on the twenty second, we have that event. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be entertaining. A lot of situations where you can come out and watch. You know, people zip down and watch hole seven. Um, always a great spot to view is behind hole twelve. Watch watch the pros take on that on shot. Death Valley. Yep. Trying to avoid the valley there, and then obviously coming in on eighteen is a lot of fun. So. Even though we're not we're unable to have league that evening, I think there's still an opportunity for people to come out, have some fun, watch watch that event. Um, and then and then a few weeks later, we're gonna have the ladies here. The we're hosting the Iowa's most prestigious championship for women, the Iowa Women's Amateur. Um, we'll be here July six, seven, and eight. So, a lot of opportunity to really have some good players come here play the golf course, give us some more feedback. Um, hopefully most of it would be positive. We're heading in the right direction. Take some of the constri- you know, constructive criticism yep. that we're going to hear and, and see, uh, see how things evolve. But altogether, I, I still continue to get a lot of positives on the direction. You know, we're, you know, little things are happening out there here and there. For instance, the, the amount of dirt between, uh, Five and three green was a conversation piece, but now, you know, hopefully people can see that that's going to be uh, another option for hole number four. Yep. Um, it's a champ tee. It was finished up today. Finished, wrapped up today, so they're sawed down, and uh, it'll probably be playable here in a few weeks, maybe. A few weeks, yeah. But not not a scenario where we're probably going to have the black tees on there all the time. We could, I guess, since we now have the black-white combo set. Um. Let me see what I have there. Yeah, I, the black-white combo would be perfect. So it's a white. It's a white tee on that. So up at the the 276 yardage. But the the new number from that tee box is 353. Well, so from 275. 275 to, to 276 to 353. A little different angle. A hmm. um, little different strategy to, to play if you're going to play from back there. Um I don't know, like from an event standpoint, if we'll use it exclusively because obviously number four, being a risk reward drivable hole is such a good, you know, good shot that I just think having the the additional option there's. I noticed a lot of layups though recently. Yeah, it got a little firm. You, you just had to be careful because honestly, the way the fairway sits down there at about eighty yards, it it definitely the ball will kick to the right, and if you're you're laying it up to that yardage people listen to me okay if you're if you're (laughs) listening to the green awning i'm telling you you need to lay up and have your ball land at 50 yards or you need to have it land at 120 yards yeah if your ball is landing at 80 yards you have to be on the left side of the fairway if you are not it will bounce into the right trees so just remember that so I see a lot of guys hitting hybrids and irons there, whereas the ball actually in that area is kicking away from you towards the trees, where if you were to maybe take a three-wood or a driver, you're actually going to land into the hill. The ball will, you know, the ground will receive the ball a little bit easier and it won't get away from you. That's just a little strategy for... little tip. little tip for playing hole number four. No okay? charge. That's right. No charge. We're giving away free tips. <laughs> green awning so um 
So we got T-Box here. We got the bunkers done on hole number three. Yeah. We got. I think we, it's we been, still have yet to name the one on the right. We, I heard a lot of. Uh, I heard a lot called the Green Monster. The Green Monster. The one on the right. Yeah. Do we? Is that in that trademarked or something? I think it has to be, but I kind of went with it. Okay, the Green Monster on on the right. It's a it's a difficult shot. Okay, I, I, <laughs> uh, you do not want to go in it. So. I I could not have been any closer to the face of that. Bunker. It it definitely has changed the dynamic of that hole. And I got uh, out. It it took in my number number three. I mean, when honestly, when you looked at it from what it was before, I looked down and I saw nothing. A circle with two circles in front of it. Yeah. And uh, I feel like circles became a part of golf as the triplex mower became a popular thing yeah. to be used. Technology, yeah. Technology made things easier, quicker. Blah blah blah. Next thing you know, we've got circles everywhere. Mm -hmm. And now that those bunkers are there, you can see how they kind of cut into visually the first third of the green, which takes away that look. But um, so I think we took like a hole that was kind of like meh. And now all of a sudden it's got some character. Open that side line behind the green. Yep. Got to be careful. You know, and I love the fact that I, I think back to, I mean, shoot, we haven't been on the podcast in a while. It's been a while. Have we have we talked about the deal at Seminole? When no, uh, no, we haven't. Okay, so Ricky, Ricky, Dustin, Rory, and Matthew Wolf had a little charity match. Yep, skins match or whatever you want to call it. And I first time Seminole had ever been seen by TV. TV. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the fact that or the you public, could, yeah, the, you could see visually this hole. You could see another hole. You'd be standing there, and you can out overlook and just see the golf course, see the land. Um, and I, you kind of get that on hole number three, tee box. I can sit there, I can see three green, I can see two green, I can see five green, I can see six tee, I can see six green, I can see ten, ten green, I can see one green, I can see eleven fairway. Like it's just a nice long view that you get, um, and the other thing that I noticed about Seminole is there was some crisscrossing going on from the standpoint of I'd play here, I'd walk this way. So if they had a full golf course, there might be some situations where you might have to wait for people to putt on a certain hole before you would tee off. Kind of, kind of similar to the scenario we have on one and eleven tee box. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven tee box with the champ tee there. Um, you might run into it on now on three and two, but I would say you know you got a seminal situation there where it's arguably one of the best clubs yep. in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, our scenario where we have a similarity there. Yeah, right? we do absolutely. And uh, sometimes people bring up, why well, I, I don't know. You're gonna have to. I mean, you might have to wait for somebody to putt. And you might have to do, and I'm thinking, okay, that that's okay. We got a beautiful golf course, probably playing golf on a beautiful day with some great people. Enjoy that extra three minutes that you're going to win. <laughs> right. and, yeah. uh, but uh, that's just Smell a... Smell the roses a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but that, how, how many trees do they take off a of symbol? Do you know? I don't know the number there. No. Um, what a cool golf course, though. Very cool. That was 
I'm trying to think of when that was redone when they did the restoration deal. You know, statistics maybe ten like, years ago now. I don't know. We got to get better at this. We should have information. Like on I know, sheets. we got to have some notes. We don't have anybody. This is kind of a. We're just winging this one. We don't have any background. <laughs> like people, people giving us information. Or Bursley should be hand, hand us notes yes. right now. Yep, he should be. Um, what? Uh, I mean, that was a. This is going to be one of the most, probably one of the greatest podcast segues. Oh, in the history, right here. Okay. That event was sponsored by TaylorMade. Okay. Yep. Um, we have a demo event oh. for TaylorMade <laughs> on Thursday. Okay. Um, I was I was really hoping that I could have had my my tech rep here um, to to talk, but uh, Iowa is very fortunate to have one of the best fitters in the nation. I didn't know that. Trevor Whiting. Okay. Um, and he is going to be here on Thursday from 3 to 7 p.m. We already have spots booking up fast. So if anybody is listening and is interested in getting fit for any of the new product from TaylorMade, I can tell you this. The SIM driver is, hot. is unbelievable. So we've got a young lad out here. His, uh, his name's Nate Vance. He's a collegiate golfer. Owner of Midwest Yardage. Yes, yes. He is the owner, president, CEO, CFO. C-O-O. He's, he's also works in the factory, head of production <laughs> um, of Midwest Designer. Yardage, yeah. Graphic uh, designer. Yeah, head lead designer. <laughs> but actually, I would probably say that I would be lead designer for him. I'm actually the lead, lead idea guy. Yeah. Um, but he he stepped up and he took out. I got this driver for myself, and I made I probably made a poor decision. I did it without getting fit, which I can tell you, me being a guy that loves to fit people and knows the benefit of being fit. Never fit yourself to sit in front of a computer <laughs> and put together a club that I think that's eh, might work for me. That was not smart because I ordered this driver. I ordered it uh, eight degrees of loft, which. Why I have no idea. I haven't had an eight degree loft and driver. So myself, like I can't swing fast enough with it to generate enough spin to keep the ball airborne. So I hit it and I was like, it would it would fly about 220 yards and then just nosedive down the fairway. And that's not what I needed. But you get put it in the hands of a kid that swings at 128 miles per hour or however fast and can generate some speed to put spin on it well that's a pretty good combo so that's leading up to the drive he hit yesterday on hole number two where he happened to land in the hot spot okay so i saw it champ tees mm-hmm. hole number two talking about the hot spot the firm spot in the fairway where people are driving right that's yeah and ball lands there bounce up the hill rolls over the green holes playing 378 378 yards it was downwind downwind firm conditions firm but still it was a poke. Uh, I'm just going to tell you right now. He is hitting a driver of another company, and he drives over to me. I'm I'm going out. Um, I needed to get a couple subs, so I was driving around talking to a couple groups to try to get some subs for Men's League. Mm-hmm. He comes up to me, and the only thing he says is, "That driver is hot. It's ridiculous. I just put it <laughs> over number two green." So. Yeah, unbelievable. David Bursley's here. He's working on the computer. Just heard the story for the first time. Jaw dropped. His jaw is at the floor. <laughs> Drove it over the green on hole number two. 
I saw it. I saw what so, the ball was. Yeah. So there is some, definitely some real technology in those sim heads. So Thursday, the 11th from three to seven, it's going to be done raining. Come on out, test some product. Taylor made will be here. Trevor will be here. Talk to Trevor. Good guy. Great fitter. Um, that's what we got going on Thursday. We got a little bit more to talk about here. Um, we're going to take a brief. Yeah, because little... I want to segue into a couple of thoughts I had the other day as, as I was mowing. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. But we're going to take a we're going to take a break. Thanks for listening to the Green Awning Podcast. We'll be back with you shortly.